selectivity of a drug focuses its action on a particular site, particular receptor to produce particular action and avoid unwanted adverse reactions. Selectivity is better, safer, desired action productivity of a drug. I'm sure you agree with my opinions and definitions of selectivity. Today we will talk about alpha-1 selective antagonistic agents. Welcome all to this Pharmacology Difficult Podcast. I'm your host Dr. Radhika Vijay, MBBS MD Pharmacology and this is the audio hub to get the best simplified basic tips, strategies, methods and lots of ideas to learn better, understand better and make your concept crystal clear. If you really find and if there's a question hovering in your minds is pharmacology difficult. Lend me your ears for a while and let in the magic of knowledge. To begin with, it's very important to get the receptor picture right in the mind. The role of alpha-1 receptor stimulation is vasoconstriction. Its blocker will lead to vasodilatation, right? Now this will depress the blood pressure if the subject is in upright standing mode. I mean, if the subject is not in supine position, but the subject is in upright standing mode, he or she will be affected more. And definitely, hypovolemia worsens the situation. Accompanying baroreceptor reflexes, they work on the contrary to relieve the hypotension with the effects like water retention, enhanced cardiac output and also enhanced heart rate. Now, if any sympathomimetic amine is given to enhance the blood pressure, its effect will also be blocked by the alpha-1 blockers. For example, I will give you three types of amines and you can understand the whole concept very, very nicely. Say, if adrenaline is given, hypotension is more due to residual beta-2 stimulation which causes vasodilatation. On the other hand, if noradrenaline is given, the blocking is incomplete due to residual stimulation of the beta-1 receptors. And what happens if phenylephrine is given? The blocking is almost complete by the alpha-1 blockers. Now, relief in the benign prostatic hyperplasia sign and symptoms is also promised by the alpha-1 blocker agents. What is the mechanism? The effect is the relaxation of the smooth muscles and betterment of the urine flow. It's the right time to discuss and talk about the prototype drug now. Guess the name? Well, it's Prazosine. The drug Prazosine's versatile usage and benefits they have actually outdated the non-selective phenoxybenzamine and phentolamine users. Prazosine is very selective drug for alpha-1 receptors and it's quite equally selective for subtypes of alpha-1 receptors like alpha-1a, alpha-1b 
and alpha 1 D. And hence, the prazosine and the relative drugs, they are good treatment choices for hypertension, that is raised blood pressure. As prazosine blocks alpha 1 receptor in the vessels, a great drop in the peripheral resistance and the venous return to the heart occurs. What are the results? Well, preload decreases significantly, cardiac output and heart rate, they are hardly affected and no reflex tachycardia is seen. In the absence of alpha 2 block, there is no release of catecholamines from the nerve terminals. A central depression of sympathetic discharge may be an add-on effect. The barrow reflexes are deactivated in subjects with very high blood pressure. There are few metabolic effects of prazosine which are seen as reduced levels of bad cholesterol like LDL and enhanced levels of good cholesterol like HDL. So these are some beneficial effects, rather I should say beneficial metabolic effects of prazosine. Let's talk about the pharmacokinetic aspect. Well, prazosine is well absorbed orally. It has a kind of an average, that is 60% bioavailability. The drug is highly plasma protein bound. It's given before the sleeping time. And what's the reason of giving at this particular time of sleep? That is to combat the first dose effect. The first dose effect is a kind of a very severe hypotensive effect given with the first dose of the prazosine. Now, if the prazosine is administered during the sleeping hours, then this first dose effect is quite nicely combated. The tip is to initiate the treatment with the low dose and then there are very rare events of first dose effect. And then the blood pressure monitoring is done to serve a guide to slowly enhance the dose. Ideally, 20 mg daily dosing is enough to treat the hypertensive patients. So that was a good info all about prazosine. Next is the turn of tarazosine. Tarazosine is a drug which has a lower potency than prazosine, but its bioavailability is quite impressive it's up to 90 percent it's a very long-acting drug it is preferred for once daily dosing in the treatment of both the subjects of hypertension and bph capital bph that is benign prostatic hyperplasia well 10 milligram per day gives a very good effect in benign prostatic hyperplasia patients Let's talk about next drug that is doxazosine. Doxazosine is a very long-acting drug but its bioavailability is not as much as tarazosine. It's actually similar to prazosine that is average up to 60-70%. The elimination of doxazosine occurs in feces. Doxazosine is also given as a low dose initially it's enough as once daily dosing. 
the long acting formulations they are very good to treat the patients of capital bph that is benign prostatic hyperplasia but these long acting formulations they are not very effective to treat the hypertensive subjects now one important and very interesting thing about terazosine and doxazosine is that they are good choice of treatment in the patients of capital bph now you will be very surprised to know the mechanism is not alpha 1 antagonism then what is the mechanism both the drugs are actually possessing quinazolin moiety that's a chemical structural specific moiety and what is the effect due to this quinazolin moiety it helps to exert a kind of an apoptotic effect in the smooth muscle cells of the prostate so what happens in the patients of benign prostatic hyperplasia the cell proliferation due to apoptosis is arrested and so is the disease yes benign prostatic hyperplasia capital bph is also arrested now when we are talking about capital bph then let me give a few lines about tamsulosine tamsulosine is alpha 1 a selective blocker it's a non quinazolin agent that is it has no quinazolin chemical moiety attached so it won't be having any kind of apoptotic mechanism but it's a very choice of treatment in the benign prostatic hyperplasia patients that is in capital bph treatment more about tamsulosine more about alfuzosine and more about salodosine all coming up in the next episode till then one liner advice would be it's a good idea to lend an ear or to give a glance for revising the key points for all the updates and latest episodes of my podcast do visit www.isfarmacologydifficult.com where you can also sign up for a free monthly e-newsletter of mine it actually contains a lot of updates about medical sciences drug information updates and my podcast updates also You can follow me on different social media handles like Twitter, Insta, Facebook and LinkedIn. They all are with the same name as Pharmacology Difficult. If you're listening for the first time, do subscribe and follow whatever platform you are consuming this episode. Stay tuned. Do rate and review on iTunes, Apple Podcast. Stay safe, stay happy, stay alert. Thank you.